Good evening, everybody, and welcome to uh, the U.S. Wednesday night v. Brown Bag. Um, tonight, we are going to do part two of the uh, vSphere Integrated Containers um, series, which I am very excited to be to be hosting. Odie, Odie, excuse me, Cody's <laughs> Odie. Where'd that come from? Cody has <laughs> has been awesome, and uh, so a couple of housekeeping notes, and then we'll get this get this thing started. Um, please get in on the conversation. I will be monitoring both Twitter and the live feed uh, this evening while Cody is doing his presentation. Um, if you at vbrownbag or hashtag vbrownbag, I will be able to catch that and answer some questions there and, and present them to Cody as well. Um, again, our guest this evening is Cody Diarkland. He is at Cody Diarkland on Twitter. My name is Chris Williams. I'm at Mistwire. Uh, feel free to uh, reach out to, to us as we proceed with the, with the presentation. And without any further ado, Mr. DeArkland, let me get you presenter. Shazam. All right, let's get that screen action going. Boom. All right. Super exciting terminal screen, right? I can see your screen. So, fantastic. So taking a step back, last week we kind of finished up with deploying a vSphere integrated container host. So I want to start at just before that for the people who weren't here, who decided the first part was the not exciting part, so they can see that too. <laughs> right. Uh, so if we take a look in our vCenter, you'll see we have our pickup 01, which is originally what we were using as um, kind of holds our, if you remember, that's the Vic Appliance, and the Vic Appliance that actually holds the Harbor installation for our uh, container management, as well as our, or not container management, I'm sorry, for our image management for containers. And then also the Admiral installation that holds all of our uh, actual management platforms. So we're going to take a couple of tours around different ways of configuring today. Uh, first, let's jump into actually building another container host. I have the command here, and we'll walk through what that actual command does. All right. Super secret password, right? Actually changed it for this demo, so we could actually look through it. A couple things that we'll call out from the actual installation command. We're doing create from a Linux box, so from a CentOS box. Um, stick machine create. We're pointing out an actual target, um, our actual vCenter target into core data centers in there using standard logons, name, um, we're dropping into the management cluster, creating an image store, creating a volume store, and volume stores let us keep persistent data, so we like that. We're using a dedicated bridge network, uh, well the bridge is actually dropping onto a VDS, so then we're tying that actual network to be on a 192.100.00/16. Public network for inbound connectivity just to the actual management interface as well as uh, general inbound stuff, so the NATed address and such is all going to be on the public network, so VM network. We're using my DNS server, so substantial blocks of clients that I have stood up in my lab. Um, so one of that address. CNAME for the cert, turning off cert verification. We're also including the registry CA flag, and what that's going to do is, um, because we're using self-signed certs uh, now, so I back out of using the specifically signed ones that I had done using self-signed now, uh, this is going to tell Docker that that registry cert is an acceptable cert to use, uh, or acceptable cert to use as a registry endpoint. And then the subprint from our vCenter. So if we hit enter, we go off and do all of its magic. 
This will be really familiar for anybody who's on last week. We kind of beat this dead horse pretty severely. <laughs> we apologize to anybody who makes donations to PETA on the phone. That was not an endorsement. That was just a comment. <laughs> I can neither confirm nor deny that, right. that endorsement. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just throw, I'll just throw so, throwing yeah. disclaimers as we go. Don't worry, don't mind me. That's a great idea. That's, I, I, I need the legal, the legal flag, right? <laughs> I'm sorry, what do you say? <laughs> we do an info. We can see that we're running. Integration here is 1.1.1.1. Breathing storage driver 1.1.1. All good things are happening here. We're very happy. Good to go. So this takes us to where we're at last week. So if we look in here, we can do things like Pull engine, engine X. It's going to pull down if we pop into vCenter. You can see these little reconfigures going off as it pulls down the layers and actually saves them into the image store. So if we pop into the data store, which could get scary because I don't really delete things out of here, so hopefully I don't have anything that I shouldn't be showing off. We pop into the Vic data store. The images folder, still running through. See, it's building all this directory, all this content that's part of those images because of how Docker does the layering. I saw that uh, perhaps posted all of the sessions for the rest of the year. There's significant sessions around Docker and containerization, so I'm not going to go too deep into what layering is because I'm not trying to steal someone else's thunder. But know that these correspond to the layerings of a, of a container image. Pop back over, you'll see we pulled that image down. And that image has actually been pulled down onto this Docker host, or this actually Docker endpoint that we created. So now if we use one of our handy Harbor install, come in here, this is going to be our uh, Harbor install for, contain for the actual, um, actual image management. Pop over to the management, this is actually Admiral, which is going to be our, our management interface for containers. So we do add a host. You know, if we look at the command, that's the address that we're working with, with as well as the port. So we can just highlight, grab that, drop that in there, VCH. Reads the cert. Verified successfully, add. After a few moments, it detects it and sees everything. Everything's good. Now, what's really interesting about this is that it'll also do, not only um, when you add this, it'll also show any containers that are already running. So this will actually inspect the Docker host and actually pull in whatever it's actually doing. It's kind of cool because that means any containers that are already deployed, you can start managing with this. Let's pop into our registries. We'll see we only have the one registry, so we can't access the stuff from our registry here at this point. It's two lonely little containers in there. Just for grins, I wasn't going to do this, but Chris knows I like to do random demos without planning things out. So you don't even care. You're the honey badger of demos. Right, right. All out of that to give, and it's not Christmas. So. 
we'll actually log into the uh, Harbor interface and we'll push an image into it, just for grins. I too, again, like to live dangerously. I think I actually put that password in wrong. I'm pretty sure I put that password in wrong. Oh, that's why. I don't know why. I reset the password. All right, we'll come back to that. That's fine. <laughs> you can add a registry here. Now, if we do a search, we know that from just that previous interface, we have a PyVA uh, image there, which is my uh, Alexa kit that I set up to actually talk to my Amazon Echo. We search for that. Oh. Hey, there's Alexa right now. Nice. That awkward moment when. But now we'll see that it's actually pulling back from that container or from that image repository. So it actually sees that. If we had searched before, so if I go into the registries and I kill that registry, apply, and we try to search for it again, it will not show up. So again, put it back. Registry's there. This one we can go search for PyBA again. We can go into our additional information that we want to do for deploying it. Go network. So we can actually go into, instead of before as a command line, you know, we were used to last week when we did our actual download, we would do a docker run. D for detached, P for port, 443, 443, and then the container name. So, I mean, if we're going to use a repository, we would go we would run it like that to actually pull it down and have it actually run, but because we're actually using the interface, we can tell it commands we want to run first. So for example, if we wanted to have a dump right into a command line at build, we could do a slash bin bash. We can specify packages here as well as versions. So if you had multiple versions you were working with, we can switch that around. You can link other containers together. So if you have another container that you wanted to point or have communication between, you could do that here. 
We're not going to do that, though, because we're just working with single containers. Do our port binding. Choose to publish all ports. We're not going to do that right now. We're going to do something a little bit different later on. We can name the actual container. Or we can choose different networking options. Get in. Then we'll provision. We can actually watch it start. It may fail because I actually have that host name living in my network already, so that might not be a happy thing to do. The only downside to this is that when you're running it from a command line, you know, we can see all of these pull details, right, as it runs through and does all of its good things. Unfortunately, inside of here, all we have is this little bar. So when it gets to this point, it's going to hang out there for quite a while. You have to watch vCenter and see if it's actually taking actions. You can see we're moving files around, we're creating new ones. Things are still happening. We just can't see the details around which layer is being pulled, so on and so forth. Eventually, when we pop over here, we'll actually see it finish creating, and it's going to pop out a new VM here with the name below it, or at least we hope, right? Another thing about Vic, because of the nature of what it's doing, you know, it, it's actually creating virtual machines, it's creating file structure inside of a data store. It does operate different from a, from a, you know, a naked Docker host. The container image might start up a lot faster on a standard Docker, on a standard Docker image than it's going to start up here. A lot of that's because of the management things that we do to set up that container to be able to be managed within, within vCenter and treated as a real vCenter object. While that's running, inside of Admiral, we can also manage Docker networks. So say you wanted to use an actual specific network for having this land on its own virtual wire. Go in and create that network. Bind it to a host. So now any host, anything that provisions onto this Docker host will get a specific network. We have some basic IPAM capabilities, so we can define the network that that ties back into, gateways, so on and so forth. We went here and did a, that would be our just base regular network in our environment, running DHCP, obviously. Expose it to the entire range, tell it what its gateway is, and then create, oh, oops. that's now available to be consumed inside the environment. Hmm. Same thing goes for volumes. I had already created this volume as part of the actual build. So when we actually created it, we ran this command to actually create a, a new volume that's tied to that host or tied to that, uh, um, that previous container. Let's pop into vCenter and see if we're done yet. Still moving and shaking, still moving things around. All right, so it did fail probably because of the DNS, so. Close that out. We don't like to pay attention to the failures in life. 
I'd used a different host name, it would have worked. But them's the breaks. So this is the standard Admiral interface, um, standard functionality. Now, an interesting thing is from a, from a management perspective, Admiral runs as a container all by itself, right? So this on the actual VIC appliance is itself running as a container. So you don't necessarily have to deploy the VIC appliance to run Admiral. We could use just a standard Docker host. So kill all of the stuff here around VIC specifically. We do just regular Docker info, just running standard Docker on, on this Linux box. You do a Docker pull. Oops. I don't think it's in the VMware CNA group. Now I have to go look and see what it's named. Uh, typing's hard. Ah, VMware Admiral. I was close. Clearly, I had already pulled that down before. Now, like before, if we pop up a new one of these, we can go to one. Probably still coming up a little bit fast on the draw there. While that's coming up, we will move on since we are on a fixed schedule here. So now we're going to jump into VRA and show you how you can actually provision containers uh, within the VRA construct as well, which has a strikingly similar view of Admiral. See, we have no containers defined here. So we'll pop back in. We'll grab our original IP address. So it's the VCRN container. You got to see here, and it's going to continue to finish spinning up. Now, if we did a did a Docker pull. Did we make things really upset? 
Oh, I know I picked the wrong networking, so I hope the network connectivity to that box. Man, this is not a great night of, uh, of successful demos. We'll purge that box and restart it. We've destroyed that now, and we will bring it back to life. They might be here before. That's good. I've been like muted that. this whole time. <laughs> I, I have been muted this whole time. All of my my uh, my pithy witticisms have been not recorded for posterity. Dadgummit. That's funny. I was, I was wondering where where you disappeared off to. I was sitting here making fun of your uh, your demo skills. Last last year last week we had three successful flights of of live demos. You didn't even care and and. And that, well, I, you know, it's fine. This is this is this is live demo time. This is to be expected. But I was I was I didn't flutter I didn't flutter the servers. Dude, I was um, railing I was railing you. I, I totally totally missed my opportunity. Oh well. Yeah, absolutely. Did. <laughs> did it happen? So disappointing. Go team. That's what happens when we record live, folks. Man, I'm all all messed up now. <laughs> so uh, Ariel is is making fun of us in the uh, in the in the audience. So Ariel's in the audience tonight, and uh, he left a question. And I, I have to say it out loud because it's a question in the uh, in the in the forum. Why is Chris so handsome? Is he single? <laughs> the answer is Ariel. Unfortunately, I'm taken. Um, but you never know. You never know what could happen in the future. So keep your hopes up. All right. So we have <laughs> our host added back into containers. We're going to go in here. We're actually going to set this. Make sure all the placements are set right. We're going to go into the placements, and we're actually going to tie it to a business group inside of VRA, so that it's actually assignable to a business group. We're going to tell it to run its data collection. Ah, we actually missed a step. We're going to create our network that we're going to play with inside of VRA. So we're going to call it LAN BDS. We're going to tie it to this host. We're going to set it on that network. 
launch and create. Fantastic. So Hudson will run data collection again so that it actually pulls all the data down. And this is pulling it down to make it available inside of VRA so that when we go to create an actual blueprint, it'll work. We have our registry added here already. So if we do a quick test search, the template we want to work with. We're going to pop over into VRA and design. We're going to build a new temp, a new blueprint. We're going to call this Gideon, which is what I'm calling my Alexa project. We have this container construct over here that we can work with. So we're going to drag containers out. Name this Gideon. We'll search for an image. We'll call it IBA. Find the image. This is good. For networks, we're going to drag out a container network. That question? Yeah, yeah, real quick. Uh, Ken, Ken asked, can we map volumes to VIT containers from an, from external stores like NFS, SMB, or does it have to be does it have to use a VMware data store? In the current implementation of VIT, you cannot. It has to be an actual um, an actual data store. Um, Docker traditionally can do mapping to other other things, but in the current configuration, it has to be a, a one of your mapped VMware data stores. It has to be an object inside of VMware to be able to consume. Like if you mapped an NFS data store, you could use NFS, right? But you would be using an NFS data store then. So it would be a data store living on your NFS or on your NAS. Sorry, not NFS. But yeah. Right. Well, you said in, the, in, the, in its current configuration. Does that mean there's something in the pipe that's going to rectify that? That means in its current configuration. Oh, okay. I, can, I, I, can, I cannot I can not comment gotcha. <laughs> on things that are not a part of my, of my role. Gotcha. Current gotcha. Configuration. Understood. Thank you. No problem. All right, so we've created this network. Fantastic. We're set up a network here. If we pop into the container. We can actually search for the network we created. Oops. Fantastic. That's bound now. It's really cool about doing it inside of VRA, and you can do this inside of Admiral as well. You can do a health health checks on it. You actually do like a TCP connection over 443 in our case to check and see if it's there. We're not going to play with that tonight, but you can do health configuration checks to make sure your container stays healthy. All right, save, finish. We'll publish this out. Pop into the very easy to use and understand VRA interface. We'll add the container. I pop into the catalog. So you are getting container there. All the details should be what we want it to be. Now, what's interesting about how I'm configuring this container now is I'm actually configuring this container to use uh, a container network. And what that means is that instead of using the traditional matting and, and bridging the connection into or across the, the standard Docker host, we're going to let this plop right onto a network and get its own IP address on our 
on our traditional network. And that's we talked a lot about this last week, about the idea of being able to take VIC, build VMs, and have them drop onto like an NSX-enabled network, and be able to have that network um, be able to be monitored with VRISE Network Insight or any of our other tools. And this is how we start to extend the, the management capability of the VMware platform to actually use or for the management platform for VMware to be able to actually consume containers and actually manage them for us, right? So using NSX is better, or using containers better with NSX than better without it. And we have our networking sets. We don't necessarily need to go through that. So the catalog request. Now, if we pop into the actual request, we can watch it as it's, as it's processed and as it's built. We can also pop over into the container interface and watch the request as they as they process through. We've done some deletes and such earlier, so. Oops. We're waiting for it to start. Whatever network that we created, we're just checking everything out, make sure it's all there as we wait for it to start. All this right now is pulling down the actual container, so it's doing a Docker pull still. So that's why it hasn't started yet. It's still pulling the image down, which takes time the first time, and then after that, subsequent pull downs are much faster. Also, we deleted our image source; so those weren't left behind when I destroyed the previous container. Now, a lot of the same stuff that we do here inside of the container screen in this management. It's important to understand this is all API driven, and there's a lot of sessions coming up for V Brown Bag around what does that mean? You know, what is what is a what is an API? How is it, how are APIs used? But the important thing to note is a lot of the same stuff. We go in here and we do a network help. We can do a network list, which is going to crash out because it's still pulling down the other container, so it's not letting us make changes right now because it's in the midst of pulling down other things and doing other work. But we could actually be able to do Docker network list, and it would show the same thing on that actual host. But while it's actually building, we'll build, a, we'll build a second host that we can do, that we can play with some commands with while it's actually doing the build. A uh, couple of quick questions. How well is uh, Vic integrated with PowerCLI? Uh, Vic is not integrated with PowerCLI. You can run, so for example, you could run the container, like the container version of PowerCLI, PowerCLI Core. Mm -hmm. You could run that on it, but like you can't interact with uh, Vic from PowerCLI today. Gotcha, okay. So like start Vic VM or get Vic VM, for example, doesn't doesn't work. Gotcha, okay.
Need our thumbprint. Other questions? You said there was a couple. Was there, really uh, one? there there was a couple, but you, you actually answered both questions with, with that statement. At least I can do something right tonight. Oh, right. stop. Oh, everyone everyone loves self pity. Hold on, oh. I gotta get a little violin. Where's where's my violin power my soundboard? Wah, wah. <laughs> They all can't be winners, guys. They all can't be winners. Like the old um, ah. uh, Primus album, they all can't be zingers. All the all the B sides from 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 the uh, the the Primus albums. So interesting, interesting error. No powered on container hosts found in placement zones. Mm. So for some reason it got marked as disabled, and as such was not very happy. Graham just made an excellent statement. Uh, if it all went through right the first time, then we wouldn't be learning. Right? See? Thank you, Graham. Yeah. I just want to call out Graham and give Graham some kudos for a second. We actually, uh, um, Fraps and, and I, and well, Fraps have more side the idea. I just kind of ran with it when he talked about it, was um, the concept of instead of taking a free shirt, giving a donation to a charity which uh, Graham jumped on. So Graham, myself, and Fraps all donated, uh, you know, it was, ended up being $10 each donating that to a charity, which then, since I'm a VMware employee, VMware matched it. And we reached out to Aaron Buley and donated it to the, uh, the Cancer Research Center that he his uh, surgeon was, was taught at. So really cool way how the brown bag ended up giving, ultimately ended up giving $60 back to a, to a charity. Uh, that was a simple question answered. So big, big props, Graham. Yes, absolutely. To, was it was it to the the, the Bewley Strong Foundation? Was was that was that? Um, no, no. It was actually the one. It was the it was the school. I don't remember the exact name. But it was the school which his surgeon was taught at. That's awesome. We asked him to, to celebrate him getting getting past everything. We we asked him to pick the foundation, and he gave it to us. So. That's very very cool. Awesome. Congratulations again, Graham. Ah. Check our placement zones, make sure those are right. That's there. To make things faster this time, we're going to just do the Docker pull ahead of time. So. There was an issue. What I what happened there and why this failed that time was um, because of the type of networking I had configured. I didn't check a box I was supposed to check. It actually used all of all ports that were available on that host, which when you expose all of the ports on a big host, you also expose the API port. 
if you expose the API port, you can't reach the API to do things with. So <laughs> it can't provision things. You can't reach the API to start a container. So demo fail. We're up to like four demo fails in this session. <laughs> Y'all should have stayed home. So watching the block. So we had we had three successful live demos off on the fly last time, and we've had four fails this time. So we, we've we've broken records in both instances. <laughs> Which yeah, makes me definitely a good day. <laughs> Making me very sad. Oh, <laughs> you should be happy. You're 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 a trendsetter. You're a record breaker. We should call Guinness. <laughs> both for successes and failures. Yeah. All right, so we're still pulling down that content. We pop into vCenter. We can see it's still doing things, so we're happy there. We're going to continue reconfiguring Bureau's automation. So we pointed out a new Docker host. We've got our registry. We're going to reconfigure the network that we want. So we're going to do a network create. We'll go in and we'll call it again. Land VDS, do advanced again. Finds that host. It's going to go out over the API and create it. Fantastic. Since we've already pulled it down, the image is now on that box. It's going to take much less time to fail on our demo again. Go in here. We're going to play, make sure everything's set up right again. There we go. We have to wait for the data collection to finish before we do anything. Again, we can set all the commands we want to run the first time. This looks familiar for anyone who was looking at the Admiral screen we set it before. So if we wanted to set it to automatically do like a bin bash right out of the gate, we could set that up and it would drop us in the command line. Nice. Yeah, we have to drag down container network first. We're just waiting for the data collection to finish on that actual container host. We already have the network created and everything. We just have to wait for it to finish telling VRA all the stuff that's there. I would show everyone the error logs, which I'll do anyway. You see a lot of errors in here for me doing things I shouldn't be doing the platform. 
these are not related to the failing here. These are related to me messing around. If our container networks are available now. It's a little bit backwards, actually. We go in here, change this around instead of using existing. We'll have it go ahead and create its own new one, just to, for our demonstration purposes. We can tell it to use a specific logging driver if we want and have it dump out to an actual log. That's pretty cool. Finish, publish. Cool, cool. Save the network for some reason. I don't think I hit save when I changed everything around. Failed error right there. In progress. There we go. So it successfully grabbed an IP from the network now. It had already pulled down the, the Docker container, so this, this part should go faster. So it started standing up the actual container should see a lot of activity popping around in here as stuff stuff happens within uh, VRA. Back in. Was that, a, was that a flat going off that I heard in the background? 
Is that is it that loud? I'll, I'll mute myself again. This uh, next time I'll remember to, to unmute myself when I, before I start talking again. <laughs> Again, right now it's just running through all the setup stuff around actually it's allocated the resources. Now it's actually provisioning the container and building it. So look over into center. This is why I like using the command line a little bit more at this stage in the game than using the actual um, Admiral interface, just because you can see a lot of the polls that are happening and watch actual kind of progress move. Mm -hmm. Hop over and look at the container logs, see what it says, and it's disabled again. Interesting failures. <laughs> well, all but, that. But the 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 concept is, I mean, we we get the concept, obviously. Correct. I'm uncertain as to why the failures are happening this evening. I suspect it's because I had a great demo last week. That but that has everything to do with it. Everything to do with it. Event logs going to show that it's been marked as disabled for some strange reason related back to a ton of Java errors. Now, however, once it finishes, if we do this a different way and we do it from command line, we do a Docker TLS pull and next.
we're going to clean up our messes so that with this brand new host that's completely on a different IP and everything. In our last six minutes, we can try one last time to have a successful demo. You know, the, a lot of this is probably tied back to the fact that I've been creating and destroying the same host this whole time, and I'm probably not doing a great job at cleaning up behind itself. VCAP registry. Here we can go. Get into templates. Do. Like Gideon V1. Three, three. Don't check the box. business group first. You all see this concept of templates. Uh, templates are an interesting thing for us to talk about. If you look at, see how this looks a little bit different because it's an actual template that's been set up with specific networking. So if I provision this template off, it'll do all of the same networking the way I have it configured here. So it's much like a, uh, an actual blueprint within BRA, but it's just a native construct of the Admiral platform and template of that container build. So if we go in here and we do a provisioning of itself, it should rebuild this in the same way. I guess the same business group, which we're going to do at the exact same time as another build, and ultimately likely fail. So this is a good time for Q and A on all of the failures tonight. <laughs> Since we have to wait for this to finish, anyways. Um, tons of comments on how badly you suck, but other than that, no, not, a, not a whole lot. I'm, I'm joking. It happened. I'm totally no, no joking. It happened. <laughs> no, it happened. No, it happened. Yeah. It, so, so like, as, as Graham mentioned previously, if, if you don't have things break and then, and then subsequently figure out how to, you know, go through them, you're, you're not learning. Um, this, this has, this has been good in, in regards to, you know, seeing the bumps and bruises of, of Vic. And, um, and, and I was actually really excited to see how, see how, how it ran with, uh, with VRA, um, because I'm trying to get my feet wet with VRA as we speak. So, um, this, this is, this is even, even with everything happening, it's, it's been awesome. Well, I'm glad there's some, there's some value out of it. Uh, totally. Absolutely. Again, all the stuff was, all the stuff was working last night. So I don't know why, what happened between today and uh, today and yesterday, but then the breaks, right? Like, like you said, you never, you're never going to learn if you don't have stuff break on you. And I'll be taking this stuff back to people internally and being like, hey, why did my uh, 
why did my lead brown bag demo fail so hard over and over and over and over and over and over? And, and honestly, if we want to re-record this, um, I, I absolutely would be totally fine doing that. That's not this. I mean, you know, if if the, if this is if this is something that, that you want to crank out with with, um, like I said, I, I I like seeing it when it fails too because it, it shows you know how how it really works. But if you also want to do do another one, um, we can set that up as well. Yeah, I might uh, I might take you up on that. That might be a good uh, a good uh, option here to have it actually see work. So there's for for long term posterity's sake. Yeah, totally. We can actually show that off. Yeah, I'm, I'm totally down for that. So what I just ran through and did just for people to actually understand where I was clicking around so much is I actually went in and recreated a new a new network just using the Pure, Pure Admiral interface instead of the VRA integration. Went in and created a new network for that new container we just built. I went into the templates, and templates are much like a vCenter template or a VRA blueprint. It's a way to build a... a repeatable containers. So if you always know, for example, looking at the Nginx build, if you always know that you're going to use a specific network with a container, you always want it to be on a specific network that you have configured. You always want it to run the same commands, like you always want port 85 mapped to port 80. You can save the template and have it actually configured in that way. You can link up your actual container the right that same way. Then save the actual template. Okay. And it should hypothetically, if your demo is not failing left and right, provision with that same that's the same configurations every time. We go here. We go Docker images. Yeah, for some reason we have uh, really made really made the platform upset tonight. <laughs> you have angered the demo gods with your I have, with with your flagrant flaunting of my insolence. <laughs> What's well, that, guys? Five minutes left to spare and nothing but failures. Don't really have a good answer for you. Apologize for wasting everyone's time tonight. So, so I disagree. I don't think that this was a waste. I, I think this was, this was good exposure regardless. Um, but I, I certainly do appreciate your time. That, that, that was um, – th th this is the breaks. This is what happens when, when you have live demos. Some, sometimes it works smashingly. Um, that's, that's why VMworld always insists that instead of doing live demos, you have a, a, a pre-recorded success <laughs> yeah. for the, yeah. the big draws. Well, so, if other people see me, say, see me fail, then assume, that, then assume everything's always going to work right 100% oh. of the time. And, and you know this? This really goes to show that the product is a relatively new product, right? Integration with, with containerization is still young inside the VMware ecosystem. Um, and there's going to be problems, there's going to be hiccups along the way. You know, designing a blueprint inside of VRA and deploying a, a template machine, we've been doing templating for, for what seems like forever now, right? Mm -hmm. um, there's not a lot that goes wrong with that, and it's usually there because you did something wrong. Um, I'm definitely going to get back and trace back why these were failing so hard and see if I can get the business units to take a look. Um, 
because like I said, they were working fine last night. So <laughs> it does show the, the, the youngness of the platform, though, um, because the, the, the funny thing is all of this stuff would work flawlessly from the command line, right? Doing, mm -hmm. doing all this directly from the command line would be, would be no issue at all. So. Right, gotcha. Let me lose some. <laughs> okay, cool. Well, Cody, th thank you once again uh, for doing this. Um, we'll, we'll chat offline to uh, to to do another to do a third one, um, and uh, we'll 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 definitely get that knocked out as well, so so that we can so that we can see it shine as well. Great. All right. Thanks, Cody. Have a, have a wonderful evening, and I'll talk to you soon. There.